Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, lovers and friends. Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. I am so excited to talk about this episode. Feelings are meant to be felt. They are called feelings so that we feel them. And I know this is a crazy concept, but hear me out on this. If we are willing to feel through our feelings, then they pass. I have used before, and I like to share this example about the wind or a storm. A storm comes and goes. There's no storm that ever lasts forever. And that is exactly how feelings work. Now, the storm can be very intimidating. If it's a hurricane, if it's a tornado, an earthquake, a disaster, tsunami, the intensity of the storm can be great. However, it will end. Same with the heat of the sunshine. Sometimes it's actually too hot up in her and that can throw us off too. And so all of these things are incredibly temporary. And I have shared a little bit about the law of impermanence, uh, which is a belief primarily of Buddhists, uh, Buddhist belief that everything passes, everything is temporary. And so when we can really root into the understanding that everything is temporary, it gives us an opportunity to observe our feelings and also, yes, feel them, but observe them in a way that doesn't take us far off center emotionally. You know, the term grounding and being rooted in who we are and what we know and our home frequency. So like the natural state of being for us. And you guys, we have to recognize for some of us, our natural frequency is anxiety or uh, depression or chaos or dysfunction. And so when we are calibrated at those frequencies, maybe because of the way we're raised and the environments we grew up in, when we are naturally calibrated at a disruptive frequency, we have to then become more aware of that as to shift it. And we might not even be aware that we are generally functioning at a frequency that's not authentic and particularly a frequency that is not a match with love because I believe love to be the center of all that is, the creator of all that is, everything that comes from or that is made comes from love. And when we're able to really sit in stillness and silence, we're able to feel that frequency. But the reason so many of us don't have access to that love frequency or any other healthy, empowering frequency is because we have a lot of pent up feelings and emotions layered in front of or on top of that love frequency. So we may have fear, anxiety, anger, sadness, bitterness, resentment, like there's all sorts of them. And one thing that I think is really important, and it's actually some of the primary and core work that I do with clients, particularly in the emotional development courses that I have, is feeling feelings, clearing decades worth of suppressed feelings and emotions and grudges and resentments and memories and traumas. That is the work there is to do. One of my favorite examples of that is we cannot walk into a hoarder's house and start painting the walls and changing the light fixtures and, you know, cleaning surfaces. We first have to clear out the trash and the accumulation of materials and piles of stuff. So you are an emotional hoarder. You are emotional 
emotionally hoarding emotions and feelings that you refuse to feel because a feeling will leave (laughs) if you allow it to leave. And the way that we allow them to leave is to feel them, to acknowledge them. And so I'm actually going to spend this episode. uh, I really love designing the 15 minute Phillips to be content that you can actually take into your life. So you notice I usually give steps and we're going to dive into some steps today. But one more piece of that is that you you have to feel the feelings. And, and I want you to know that feelings are very, very patient. If feelings were beings, like they just simply wait. They are stored in the body and they wait their turn to be felt. So just because you ignore and avoid and suppress them does not mean they go away. It means they get stuffed inside of you. And so um, I actually had a client share a really great concept that she was talking about with her therapist about like cleaning out your fridge. You can't keep putting new things in the fridge and never take them out. There's like rotting food in there, things that are just expired and outdated and old and need to go or need to have been eaten. And so if you do not clear that stuff out, it can rot the inside. It will fester. And it is no joke. That is what causes illnesses. Let me tell you, just you can look it up, okay? But they do, they are very patient. Feelings are very patient and they wait to be felt. And there is, sometimes there's an order to them And what I mean by that is some of the lower frequency feelings come first and then you're able to move through higher frequency feelings. So let's just say like greed and anger and judgment. Those are some uh, fear again, anxiety. Those are lower order feelings and they're usually right in front of the line. They, they want to come first. And if we're willing to feel those on purpose and we feel all the way through them, there will be another feeling right behind it. And then another feeling right behind that and another feeling right behind that. We are always feeling feelings. The only problem is we are um, toxically optimistic about only feeling good feelings. That's not human nature. It's human nature to have negative feelings. Our anger shows us some of our boundaries and limitations and things we won't tolerate. Our fear shows uh, is about safety very often. It's about um, potential threats. And so our fears are simply communicating devices, uh, communication devices from our subconscious. And so they are actually things to be observed, not judged, repressed, and and avoided. And so I just want to offer that to you as an opportunity to move through the negative feelings and not make yourself wrong for them. And I don't actually have this tip written down, but it's coming out right now, is there is a difference between having a feeling or a reaction and then having a reaction to the reaction. My favorite example of that is if you were out and about and you happened to take an alley and you got mugged in the alley and you got beaten down or someone did, and then you happen upon yourself or you happen upon that person that got beat down in the alley, would you then yell at that person for getting mugged. Like, you idiot. Why did you take the alley? You shouldn't have been carrying that much money on you. Oh, what? how stupid can you be? Right? Like, would you beat that person up for getting mugged or beat up? No, I would hope not. Right? And so we would say, oh my God, are you okay? What do you need? How can I help you? I'm going to call an ambulance. Just keep breathing. Um, it's going to be okay. Do you need water? We come to the aid, right? Now, if we have a reaction, if someone says something that triggers us or we are upset by a circumstance, what ends up happening is we are like, 
oh, don't be mad right now. Oh, this is so stupid. I'm such an idiot. I'm so overreactive. I'm such a baby. This is so stupid. Why did I let this happen to me? We beat ourselves up. So we have a reaction to the reaction. It is very human to have a feeling about something particularly if it is something in alignment with our already existing trauma. So if we grew up in a dysfunctional home and someone else in our adult life, let's say a boss or a significant other, their own processing is to yell. And that activates you from your childhood of like when you got yelled at or would get yelled at or reprimanded, then you're going to close up or shut down because it's a trauma response. One, we need to heal that trauma, but it is natural that you would have a reaction to someone yelling, but then you have that reaction to your reaction to someone yelling and you make yourself wrong, you judge yourself, you talk smack, and then you cower even more or you shrink even more. And so we need to stop having that second reaction and acknowledge that you are a human with a feeling heart and a thinking brain that is going to have those initial human reactions. Acknowledging those and normalizing those is a huge step to simply taking some of the layers of pain or suffering away from that. So now I wanna offer you how to practice feeling your feelings, meaning allowing them. I want to share a really powerful episode. This is a tool that I use every single day and I teach to clients multiple times a day and I encourage them to use it every day is Nasser. Notice, acknowledge, stop, and redirect. We would notice the feeling or thought or behavior. We would acknowledge the feeling, thought, or behavior or pattern, and we would stop it stopping. And now stopping it, I want you to go listen to episode 80 for a full understanding and description because we can't just shut that off. And, and I'm stop does not mean suppress. So I really would love for you to go listen to episode 80. And then R is redirect. Now this is redirecting. Stopping and redirecting is where I'm talking about not having that second reaction. So you can notice and acknowledge. And in the part of acknowledgement is like you can decide how long you're going to feel that feeling for. A great example is death and sadness from death or anger from death is uh, we do not expect someone to stop being sad about a death uh, by saying, okay, I'm done now, right? Like there are waves of grief. And so being able to choose when we stop or um, actively seeing, I do not want to sit in this feeling for too long, or I also don't want to have the second feeling of making myself wrong for my sadness. So definitely go listen to episode 80. It's so powerful. And I take you through step-by-step step as to how to do that. So that is becoming responsible for the feelings. But I also want to talk to you about how to feel your feelings, how to activate a feeling. Um, one of my favorite examples that I work with people on is active anger. Meaning, I like to go in my front seat of my car and throw a little bitch fit, uh, throw a temper tantrum. It's not fair. Or like have a fit on somebody that I'm mad at. Like, you asshole and F this and F you and F that. And oh, by the way. And so I will feel that anger and let it rise up. And usually the anger, it might be triggered by somebody, but it's usually much bigger than that. It might be about the way that I was raised. It might be about the injustices of the world. It might be that I feel a certain type of way about the way my life's going. And so 
I'm able to actually access another layer of not only anger, but self-awareness about what's really going on in my body. Particularly in that example, I love to offer is like have that feeling until it feels exhausted. And usually what ends up coming up behind that is the next feeling. Sometimes it'll shift into sadness and, and you might feel that sadness fully. That's the real instruction here is feel fully and all the way through it. And don't be afraid. We avoid our feelings as if they're the boogeyman, but they're the boogeyman in the way that they don't exist. If you flip the light switch on, there's nothing there, right? And so it's just a feeling. It's just something to sort through. And so if you feel all the way through it, it is not going to kill you. It is not going to harm you. If anything, it's going to help you to feel it all the way. And it's going to help you navigate your internal environment and what's going on within you. Another tip for feeling your feelings is get professional support. This is wonderful work to do with a therapist or a counselor or a coach or a healer. There is a lot of modalities that help people feel their feelings. And I just 10 out of 10 encourage you working with a professional sometimes because they are able to alchemize that with you, meaning they're able to help you see it. And another way to find those feelings and sort through them is to sit in some silence and listen inward, listen to your body. This is often called Vipassana meditation. There's a lot of other modalities, but this is one of my favorites, uh, which I could and should and would use more often every single day. Um, in fact, when I went to the 10-day Vipassana retreat, we did 10 hours of meditation a day, and they recommend once leaving is to do an hour in the morning and an hour at night. Um, I definitely wish my meditation practice were that thorough or um, wonderful. But there is another episode, and it's called The Sobering Truth About Turning 31. I don't know which episode number that is, but I talk all about the Vipassana retreat and the way that it helped me choose my sobriety. So that's a pretty bomb episode too, because on topic with this is feeling your feelings. Oh my gosh. When you are sitting in silence and stillness, your body, your body is always talking to you, is always communicating with you. But when you tune into it and you can identify, like imagine doing this body scan and then identifying energetic blocks in your body where there are blocks or balls of tension of pent up energy in your body. I often work with clients who have that tension, that energy build up in their throat, in their chest, somewhere in their back, in their head, and then oftentimes where injuries have occurred. So there's a lot of pent up energy where our injuries have been as well. And so this helps us feel our feelings because if we listen, let's say for me, you guys know I've had five knee surgeries. So there are times my knee is communicating with me, particularly when I'm experiencing a certain kind of pain and I will sit and I will listen to my knee and I'll be like, what's up, babe? Like, what are you saying? How's it going? What do you need? What's, what's going on? And immediately I will get a message. I've practiced this. So I feel very in tune with hearing the communication, but I will ask, how are you feeling? What are you saying? And I will likely hear the, what it is saying quite immediately. And I think it's a really powerful tool. And I'm just going to give you one more really simple one to activate your feelings. Watch a sappy movie. Watch YouTube videos that trigger your crying or your anger or feel a feeling on purpose. And, and flip the script is feel your excitement. Go out somewhere and just cheer and dance and shout and bump your chest or beat your chest and clap and just exercise exorcise the energy that you have in your body as to recalibrate back to your home frequency. Because we go, it can be quite an emotional roller coaster to feel all of our feelings. 
But it's really the emotional roller coaster comes from trying to contain them instead of letting them be, letting them come around, come and go, because they will go. But how many of you have experienced anxiety for days or weeks or months strung together? It's because you're trying to suppress and what you resist persist. It will knock on your door every day until you answer the door. And then, so let's pretend someone is knocking on our door and you, you don't answer, you hide out, you're looking out the window and you're like, right? And then they come back the next day and they're trying, and they come back the next day and they don't stop coming back. And then you finally open the door like, what do you want? Right? And they deliver a message and then they leave. It is that simple. You have to feel your feelings. I hope that this episode has encouraged you to take on feeling your feelings on purpose. I definitely recommend doing this in a place and space where you have privacy and time. I feel so blessed and grateful and lucky. Timothy is a coach and so he can hold space with me and he has the grace and patience that like when I'm going through something, he can just sit and be with me and he doesn't have to fix it. He he can just, he'll usually sit and pray or sit and just observe or again, just, just sit in silence. There is no need to fix our feelings. There is no need to solve our feelings. We often, we're doing too much of that. We're doing too much intellectual of our feelings. There is oftentimes I'm working with clients and we're doing energy work and there is no words to it. There's just the emotion. We're just letting the emotion be expressed. Or we might moan. I love to like, uh, <laughs> right? Like even if it's not real crying, I will let the energy and the sound of an emotion come out of me. And we don't have to intellectualize and over uh, analyze the whole thing. And so I think this is a really great, I'm trying to keep this a 15 minute Philip. I'm already at like going on 20 minutes, but uh, I could talk about this all day. I will probably break break this up, this information up into other episodes. Stay tuned for, ooh, next up is no as a one word sentence. So that'll be a little bit of a different topic, but you guys feel your feelings, feel your feelings, acknowledge your feelings. Definitely go tune into that Nasser episode. The last thing I wanted to wrap up about making sure that you're in a safe space. I, like I said, I feel so blessed to have Timothy. And if you don't feel like you have someone in your life now, Let's gut check on this one. This is not a venting session. This is not a trauma bonding session, meaning that you go to a friend that you know is just going to agree with your worldview or your view on people and agree and reinforce what you're feeling, right? This is just about exercising the feeling, not stirring in it and regurgitating it and revisiting it and reinforcing it. That's not what I'm asking you to do. And so um, definitely this is just about that blank, empty space. And this is the work of alchemizing energy, upcycling energy, meaning feeling it on purpose because it will transform. It will upcycle into a higher frequency emotion if and only if you will feel it all the way through. I would love to hear your stories about this. Feel free to message me. You can DM me. You can personal message me. You can email us, hearts at heartsunleashed.com, whatever. But we, I would love to hear about your stories of alchemizing